What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am so grateful to be alive today. I mean, it is 104 degrees outside, but that's okay. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning, I opened my eyes, I was able to breathe and see and and smell and walk and all these beautiful things. And I also get to have an amazing conversation that you guys get to hang out with us in. And you know that I always try to go around this amazing planet, finding the best humans I can find to come on here to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. I found a beautiful soul. Her name is Barb. She is a wife, a mother, and most importantly, a woman who has found her voice and whose sole passion is to give back to those who are looking for for theirs. Now she is now a health and life coach that works with women over 40 who are wanting to up level where they are at in life. And that is happening to so many of us, Barb. I'm 51. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a coach as well. And I work with women, you know, 35 and over, older as well. And I realize that that is definitely something I'm seeing in a lot of the women. They are they are looking, seeking, wanting more in their life. I think after you've, you know, raised your children and have worked your whole life busting your ass and are doing all these things, oh, that you're just finally at a place where you're like, okay, what next? What next? So, Barb, thank you. I can't wait to have this conversation. But before we get all started with the nitty gritties, let's go ahead and know who you are. Who are you, Barb? And and first of all, is it Pastusco? Pastusco? Beautifully done. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Thank God. I, I thought I was going to ruin it. That's why I didn't try it at the intro. <laughs> Barb, tell us who you are. Who are you? Well, first of all, Nina, thank you so much for having me on as a guest on your podcast. Um, this has... I've been so excited and anticipating our conversation and I'm loving the fact that you have asked me this question, who, who is Barb? Um, And for the longest time, I didn't know who Barb was. Mm. Um, Yes, I'm a mother. Yes, uh, I'm a wife of 38 years. Uh, Lordy Lord. Um, (laughs) I love that. uh, And just most recently, I became a life and health coach. But for the longest time, I was just the person who was in the background, who felt that it was most important to put everybody else in the forefront. And I convinced myself for the longest time that, you know, being behind the scenes Mm. It's exactly where I want to be. I don't need to be out front uh, on stage or or doing anything that would bring attention to myself. I, I kind of squashed my own voice. And uh, I didn't, I liked it, but I didn't like it. I right. convinced myself I liked it. That is the key thing. I really convinced yeah. myself that I liked it. And I know that there's a lot of women out there who feel exactly the same way as I do. And it took, sadly, and and I'm almost grateful for for it, except, you know, I I don't want to give it the um, kudos that that in that way, but because of the world stopping, it really forced me to look at my life, Mm -hmm. where I'm at now, because to be quite frank, I'm starting the the tail end of my life. You know, I'm not a 20 year old. I'm not right. like in the beginnings. I, I'm at the tail end of my life. And it was like, well, 
who do I want to be? What do I want to do? And I forgot that my passion, my, the greatest passion was to be of service to others. And so I said to my husband, as things started to, as the world started to come back into, into life again, I said, I don't think I can go back to a nine to five. I, I like, I can't even wrap yeah. around it. <laughs> you and a lot of people, right? <laughs> it's been right. And he was like, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to research it because in a lot of my, you know, those tests that you take, uh, Myers-Briggs and these yeah. personality tests, yeah. well, they all kept telling me that I should be an instructor, a teacher, a coach, all of this. And I ignored it. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to look up becoming a coach. And I did, I, I found, you know, the perfect institute for that. And here I am. Right, right. <laughs> right. So, so, so tell us a little bit about that journey, right? Because um, you're, you're, I love the, the target audience that you're reaching, right? So 40, 40 over. Mm -hmm. um, and um, what, why 40 over? Why not? 20s why not 30s why, why did you pick that demographic well I think there's some relatability there uh there's there's I I believe I have more of a connection mm -hmm. because we're all um having gone through some of this but once you start in your 40s you, you're starting to think okay you could be potentially going into perimenopause um, your kids, uh, for some women in their mid to late forties, your kids are at that age where they're going off to college. Um, you're potentially going to become an empty nester. And then right. it's like, Ooh, what do I do? Right. You know, if you're with a partner, it's like, Oh my goodness, it's just going to be the two of us. How's that dynamic going to play right, out? Right? <laughs> well, and, and then, and then never mind when one or both of you retire right. and you're both in the same house together without the kids and, and all of that. So, oh, so I really felt that I could relate and connect with women over 40 and kind of guide them by talking about my journey and my experiences from that point to this point mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in, in my life to say, you know, it, you don't have to make it hard on yourself or, you know, kind of like, don't do what I did, but do as I say, but I'm trying to walk the talk now. Right. Right. You know, um, I think it's such a, um, it's such a challenge, right. To, um, you know, as, as women, right. We do go through that perimenopause and all that kind of stuff. And, and I think, you know, it's kind of funny when they start to say, Oh, it's, um, uh, like a man going through a midlife crisis, you know, that a woman is going through that too. Um, you know, I've heard that before and I just <laughs> laugh and I'm like, actually, it's not that it's a reinvention. I think of yourself. It's, it's not going like buying all these cars and like thinking that we're like, whatever the, the, the stereotype is of a, of a man going through. Midlife I love crisis. that. Right. <laughs> a new car. Yes. Right. Menopause. Well, I, I get a new car. You sound a lot like me. Like you sound a lot like you were like contemplating, you know, how many years do I have left on earth? Like how many years am I going to be here? And what is the impact I want to leave? Like, do I want to leave the same way I've lived the last 40 years, uh, which probably wasn't bad? Or do I want to end it with a bang? 
right? And I, I know for me, like the first, you know, 30 years or 20 something to 30 years were very tough, right? A lot of trauma, a lot of things going on in my life that were very hard. Um, and, you know, but the truth is, is I can't let that go to waste, Barb. I can't let that go to waste, right? So now it's taking all of our experiences and you probably go with this with your clients and even maybe even in your own journey where we say, no way, I'm not going to just live all of that for nothing, like I want to do something with that knowledge, that gift, that that skill set, you know, the know-how, the grit, you know, all of that, right? So that's what it sounds like. What was that moment for you? Like, what was? I know you said you had looked at your husband, and said what now? But was there something that happened or something that came around that that made you go, I I need besides COVID that made you really shift and want to change? Um. It wasn't a specific thing other than the fact that I felt that something was missing, that I, I wasn't mm -hmm. really living the life that I wanted to live. Right. I wasn't right. really liking what I was seeing uh, in myself. I mean, oh, everybody nice. kept telling me, you know, oh, Barb, you're such a good listener. Uh, you know, thank you for, you know, supporting me and, and, and helping me and giving me suggestions. And <laughs> I was doing all of this for everybody else. And which is great. And, and that's what becoming a life and health coach is, is that's what I do, but I was not doing it for me. So it really, I mean, I, I hate to say that, you know, it, it was because of, of the world stopping. Yeah. It, yeah. It really, it really was it. It really, put the brakes on and gave me pause to say, okay, this is your chance. It's now or never. And mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. really have to do some personal growth, some, some digging into your reasons why you have let it go this long. Right. And find out what has been stopping you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what I've done over these past two and a half to three years is I've really dug into what and who Barb really is and what Barb really wants and mm -hmm. how Barb is now going to get it. That's awesome. So why choose health and life coaching? Like, why choose that field, right? You, I don't know. We didn't talk about what you did prior to to um, becoming a life coach. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? I'd like to see the connections. Okay. So it's, it's funny because I've always had an interest in uh, health and wellness. Mm -hmm. uh, my very first real serious job was um, an account manager for a company who... Um, sold or produced manufactured compression stockings. So, so that was my first venture into health and wellness. And I really loved the fact that I was making a difference. I was talking mm -hmm. to doctors um, and talking to patients and, and going into, you know, different uh, retail businesses like uh, pharmacies and stuff that, that had um, that sold our product and just teaching those people. And I thought, okay, this is good. Um, I was also a fitness instructor for about 10 oh. years oh, wow. and I absolutely loved that. Right. But in between all of that, 
I stayed in the very steady corporate world. I was an administrator, an office manager. I was always called the office mama, the person that everybody went to, which that was my favorite part of the yeah. job. When I was a fitness, yeah. When I when I was a fitness instructor, I be, first became certified as a fitness instructor working at a corporate job, and it was a brand new company in the city that we had just moved to, and they had put together, built this beautiful fitness center, and they said anybody who is interested in becoming an instructor, we will pay for you to become an instructor, oh, wow. and you can. Um, teach on uh, lunch breaks and stuff like that. And I thought, heck yeah, that's me. Sign me up. And that's what I did. That's and that awesome. was the favorite, my most favorite part of the day was, <laughs> was when I got to, okay, 1145, I go there 15 minutes, set myself up, do my class. And then, oh, then I got to go back to, right. <laughs> but, but that was my favorite part. So I've always been on the edge of, anything that was health and wellness related. And I had other jobs that were also in health and, and wellness. And that mm -hmm. was my favorite part was, was being in that environment. And so that is really how I decided that becoming a life and health coach and finally being in that health and wellness industry permanently, so to speak, yeah. Yeah. Was, was where I was meant to be. Yeah, it's great when we can, um, you know, this is what I do with my clients as well. Like we talk a lot about, you know, what their skill sets, their gifting, you know, their their know-hows, all of that, because yes. we put that all in a big, you know, a pillars for them and big program for them mm -hmm. so that they can utilize what, not only what they're passionate about, but what they're good at when it comes to skill sets, right? Because I think most of the time we, we feel and you might agree or disagree with this, but I feel like the women I deal with anyway, sometimes when we come to the table to talk about the business that they're trying to structure out, most of them are coaches and consultants. That's really who I work with. And these women are getting out of the corporate world and trying to transition. Same thing that me and you did. Yep. Um, and when we sit down and do that, they don't realize that they have such amazing skill sets, even if it's administrative, even if it's administrative, organizational skills, people skills, conversational skills, Skills, listening skills, like all the hard and soft skills that we have in our life that sometimes because our job was maybe not a great job or treated us poorly or, you know, doesn't mean you weren't good at what you did. You might have just not like the job, the mm -hmm. actual place. Exactly. And they're like, oh, I didn't think of them. Like, yeah, I mean, you just told me you do finances. Why can't that be one of the pillars in your program when you're helping people? If you know how to do finances and they're like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't think of that. I'm like, yes. So we could take them through their transition, whatever it is you're trying to help them with. And this can be something that you're helping them with as well in their program. Right. And yeah. um, so I love that you looked at that, that you looked at what you were good at, what you're passionate about, what you loved, and said, you know what, I'm going to actually transition this into helping other people. So how do you help other people? So let's say somebody's listening right now and they really, really like you, Barb, and they like your vibe and everything. So how, you know, what does that look like with you and a client? Well, the first thing um, that happens when someone engages me as, as their coach is that I really assure them that um, they have a safe space. So 
being with me allows them to be themselves, allows them to open up, speak their truth, use their voice, you know, spill whatever they need to so that they can start moving forward. And this is done without, without judgment, just total support. Right. Right. And so that's, that's the first thing. And, you know, does it mean that I won't ask them like the hard questions? Absolutely not. Because it's only when you start really asking those hard questions and allowing them to dig deep and being vulnerable enough and open enough to answer these questions is when the real healing and the real work mm-hmm. actually and the real change actually begins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then do you do you um, implement the health as um, like like uh, exercise and nutrition or is it more health in uh, mental wellness or how is the health part um, a component of your program? So I'm a firm believer that life and health go together yeah, hand in true. hand. Yeah. Health is wealth. If you don't have your health, you're not going to have a very good life. Right. But in turn, that health is not just your physical body. It is your mindset and your mental, uh, emotional and psychological well-being. Right. So when those two are in sync with each other, then you have that ability to start realizing that you can do more and be more and have more. Mm. So it's imperative that they are both, that I talk about both of them together. Right. If they come to me more for the life coaching side that, you know, they, they want to make changes, they want to discover their purpose or maybe change some, some habits. Maybe they want more ease and balance in their life, or maybe they need to learn how to set boundaries Mm -hmm, along mm -hmm. with that. um, uh, Health always comes up the, the physical part. I mean, right. I, I'm not sure that I know of any woman that doesn't actually, you know, talk about her body and Mm -hmm. how that affects her body. Mm-hmm. because everything that happens in your mind will be translated into the body in some way, shape or form yeah. through yeah. stress, through uh, weight gain or weight loss um, in your face, maybe with like breaking out, like anything that you go through on the mental side or the emotional side is translated into, into your body. Uh, absolutely. Right so, so yeah. the, the two really go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, you know, also in my case, um, you know, for so many years of working 14 to 16 hour shifts, like no joke, right. Just working straight through sleeping a couple hours, getting up, doing the same thing over again, you know, being a single mom, taking care of my kids. And then, you know, me and my husband, our blended family, we've been together 27 years. Oh my God. Awesome. 27 years. <laughs> He's a really great dude though. Um, But, you know, for a long time, because I had the mentality of, you know, I had to work hard in order to amount to something, right? Because I was told when I was a kid, you're not going to really amount to anything. So, you know, you, you don't even know that that's your driver until you start doing 
self-awareness work. And then it comes up and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize that that wasn't an issue, but it is. So that Mm -hmm. made that, that drove me to the point of not being healthy. Right. So I have autoimmune conditions now that I'm dealing with and all that, but Mm -hmm. I am dealing with it is the point. The point here is what Barb is saying um, is, you know, health and, and your life do go hand in hand guys. And if you think that just forgetting about things or like putting it in the back burner or not dealing with it is going to work, it is not going to work because the body keeps the score. The body keeps the score on how you feel. It keeps the score on how you, um, on how you, um, uh, wake up in the morning, how you sleep at night, if you sleep at all, like, mm-hmm. um, there's no, uh, there's actually a great book that's called the, uh, the body keeps the score. It's a great book. And it's about that, right? It's about the, you know, the body keeping the score of all of the traumas and things that we go through in our life. And yes. what you're saying, what you're saying just makes complete sense. And, and somebody who is listening, who is on the fence about coaching, stop being on the fence. Just stop being on the fence, right? Um, yep. I, I don't know if you believe in God or not, Barb, but I was mm-hmm. talking to, um, uh, I was talking to, I was watching a video of a man. I just wanted to bring this up really quick. I was watching a video of a man who was an atheist and he said he, he, he went into a deep sleep and he had uh, a, a dream. And on one side of, uh, he was walking on this big white picket fence. And on one side of the fence, he said he saw God and angels and, and it was like beautiful and green and everything. And he said, when he turned his head to look this way, it was dark and people were screaming and it was awful. And it was Satan and all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So he said, but he doesn't, he's not a believer. He doesn't believe in God. So to him, it was like, what the heck is going on? Right. In his dream. He said, he was walking on this fence, looking at both sides, like, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden, Everything went blank and it was just him walking on this white picket fence. And he said then about seconds later, um, the, the, the devil or Satan or whatever he called them comes up and says, oh, there you are. I've been looking for you. And the guy goes, what are you talking about? I didn't choose you. I'm on the fence. And the devil said, yeah, I own the fence. Right. Oh, oh, it's right. Wow. Story has always stuck with me because I realized that. Well, first of all, let me just finish by saying that this man ended up waking up and becoming a a complete believer in God, gave Mm -hmm. his life to God and started like helping others who don't believe in God. So that's a whole nother thing. I didn't ever follow him, but that video for some reason popped up on my feed and I watched it. And that always stuck with me because every time I'm on the fence with my health, Every time I'm on the, on the fence with what I should or shouldn't do or launch my program or not, or blah, blah, blah. like when I'm on the fence, I always go, wait a minute, the enemy owns the fence. Make, a Make the decision. Yes. Make yeah. Right. Make a choice. Which side do you want to choose? And I always try to choose life. Right. And so I like that you're helping them with this because this is what you're doing. Barb is so important to people's lives because what you're saying to them is, you know what? I want you to choose your health. I want you to choose well-being. I want you to choose your life. Choose life. Yes. Right. Exactly. And people need to get off the fence when it comes to working with someone like you or me or a, a, a good coach. Right. That really is there for you. Why, do, why else would we do this, Barb? Do you think we want to just do this because, oh, I just like, no, you and I get up every day with the intention of helping someone. That is usually what a coach is for. And that's exactly what we did. We got off the fence. Right. And we chose the route um, of coach and, and, you know, taking a stand for ourselves and for other women Yeah. so that we can 
help other women get off the fence. Right. Isn't that cool? Oh, I love that story. <laughs> I try to share it whenever I can because it's so impactful, I think. And it's something you can visualize and, and really see like, wow, that, that was impactful in my life, that story. And that was from, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago I heard that story and it's never left me. Um, so that's an aha moment for me yeah. right there. Just, just oh, hearing that so story. Good. That's so good. Um, so Barb, you know what? Um, I know that I, I, and I've spoken to you before we got on, on here, we've spoken mm -hmm. in the past and I, and I, I really like who you are as a person. You have a really good energy about you. You seem very kind. Thank Even you. when we spoke the first time you were just so lovely and so kind and so intentional about helping women. And that's why I wanted you on the show. I'm very intentional about who I bring on the show. I don't just mm -hmm. bring people on. You should see how many no's I give. They don't, they're not very happy with me, but that's okay. I'm happy with me. Um, so Barb, before I let you go, though, mm -hmm. I, there may be somebody listening right now who really does like you, like your vibe, like what you want to do with them. And so I want you to give us how people can follow you, reach you, speak with you, that kind of stuff. Yes. And, and again, thank you for having me on today and just You're welcome. hoping to or just making that connection with other women. And, and hopefully this conversation did resonate with uh, your audience uh, out there, because that is definitely my intention. So yeah. how they can reach me is through Facebook. I'm my name, Barb Pestusco. And also on uh, Instagram, I'm at best of Barb wellness. That's my uh, Instagram wellness. Yes. Yes. And there's a story, there's a whole story behind the best of Barb, but <laughs> You want to um, give it to us? Oh, I can do it quickly. Yes. Go ahead. Give it uh, to us. So in uh, two companies before, uh, I was the office manager. And of course, I was organizing all the team events and the client events. And the CEO always said to me, like, best of Barb, best of Barb. And before one of my coworkers left, she said, do you have Instagram? I said, no, I don't. She said, well, why don't we create an Instagram for you called best of Barb? I thought, Oh, okay. And mm -hmm. so when I became a life coach, I was like thinking, Oh, what kind of name? What's the name? What should I name my company? Like, like, what should I right. call myself? And I'm like, wait a tick. I've been gifted this moniker by my peers. So best of Barb wellness was created. I love it. I love it. And you know what, though? I hope that everybody is listening because this is exactly what I'm talking about. Right, Barb? Like the fact that, you know, don't don't just I always say poo poo. Just don't poo poo the experiences in your life, because like you said, exactly. This was, this was something someone called you at, at work you know, mm -hmm. two jobs ago, right? So a long time ago, and yet it resonated with you. And so, you know, take your experiences, take your knowledge, take your wisdom, take the things that you've um, had encounters with other people, and also listen to what other people say about you. If someone wants to connect with you or really likes you or calls you uh, mama, you know, office mama or whatever they called you, right? <laughs> um, then, then, Understand that people are connecting with you at a at a different level. It's exactly. not just Barb. Can you Barb the manager, right? It's it's office mama or whatever that is. So 
that's just an example, right, of how we touch people throughout our lives and not even realize that we are really helping and coaching people along the way, really. Exactly. And yes. we should take those experiences. So thank you for being here on Straight Talk and having a conversation with me and sharing all of your wisdom and knowledge. I thank you for uh, connecting with my beautiful audience. I have, a, I have an amazing audience. So I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nina. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to make sure to list all of Barbara's information below so that you guys can follow her. And for those of you women who really, really want to work with a coach who's working on, on health and, and life and wants to really guide you individually into what it is that you're looking for. If you are 40 plus and over, don't be on the fence. The enemy owns the fence. Thank yes. you guys so much for being here. This is Nina Perez. This is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time.